Why does it have to load top down? Exactly. <laughs> Why couldn't she be standing on her head? Do you miss going to the video store, acid wash, jeans, and MTV with music? Why no we do? Welcome to Mike and Anthony Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, Mike, along with my co-host, Anthony. Please excuse the crewness and scale of this episode. <laughs> Bring our take on a classic movie every Monday from the 80s, 90s, and beyond, motherfucker. <laughs> During which we'll play no, the game. Hoverboarder? That's funny. During which we'll play the game and open up a six pack of our favorite scenes. We also point out a couple of generic scenes as well. At the end of the show, we'll rate the movie one to 24 cans. One can is waking up in your mother's augmented bosom. That's gotta be weird. 24 cans waking up your girlfriend and she's turned into Elizabeth shoe on your porch. That's that's 24. (laughs) But before we get to all that, we want to let you know some things. We want to do movies suggested by our listeners, and that is you. And there's four ways to do this. One is join the Patreon. Suggest it there. We do it. Two, if you want to do it, us to do your movie like right now, and you can't wait, and you don't want to pay me anything monthly, but just one time. One time, $25 to our Venmo or PayPal at Soda Pop Culture Club, and we'll fast pass you. You're the next thing we do. You can interrupt our Back to the Future series. If you listen to this on Monday and say, I want this, and you send it to us, well, you're going to fuck our schedule up. But we'll do it. That's all I'm going to say. Plus, we have a third way, and it's on our website, sodapopcultureclub.com. There is a request portal in there. Put it in there. Maybe we do it. No guarantees. That's all I can tell you about that one. And you can also buy stuff like merchandise, see our schedule, do other fun things. And Anthony has another way. Other one. Go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. And in your review, mention a movie you'd like us to do. And we will check that motherfucker out. We will. We'll do we that. We will. We sure We'll do the Apple Dumpling will. Gang or something. Whatever those old Disney ones, right? Sure. We'll do We'll do some. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a couple more things. Don't forget to share the show with your friends. Because, well, if you want to torture somebody, this is the best way to do it. And share our Instagram at Mike and Anthony, yes. where we post funny memes associated with the movies, typically and memorials, like I've said before, all kinds of things. Our show stuff. is like oral herpes; it will not spread if you don't open your mouth. What movie is Space Herpes? Please from? and thank you. Do you know what movie Space Herpes? Space herpes. Yes. Shit, I do. I oh, got him, people. On. You didn't get me. I got him. Space Herpes. What? Oh shit. It's not Spaceballs, is it? No. What the hell? If you want me to tell you. Just tell me. Ray Matuzak is in it. Just tell me. Ice Pirates. Ice Pirates. Fuck You it. don't know Ice Pirates? I've never seen a, Ice Pirates. It's a weird space pirate movie. where I've heard, okay, I where thought the, I've heard Space Herpes somewhere else before, though. <laughs> I feel like I have. probably with an X. <laughs> There's no space between my herpes. Okay. And finally... Just Space between that's my dick it. and my mouth. That's space. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Like Anthony said, go to Apple Podcasts. Yeah, just do that. Um, Don't listen to anything else we just said. <laughs> just do that. Do that. Get a movie. Yeah, we, we, we go off on tangents. 
Are you ready for the trailer? I'm I'm so fucking ready for the trailer to get us from talking anymore. Please play it. Do you remember the future? to travel through time. Hey, Doc, I'm all for that. What's wrong with making a few bucks on the side? Now, the time continuum has been disrupted, creating an alternate 1985. There have been a few changes. It's like we're in hell or something. No, it's still rally, although I can't imagine hell being much worse. But they'll all be back. Eat less, slackers! Biff? Hello? Hey. Hello, anybody home? Why they can't be you? You're so big. Michael J. Fox. Christopher Lloyd. Michael J. Fox. Well, like a couple of teenagers, you know? And Michael J. Fox. Mom, is that you? Steven Spielberg presents a Robert Zemeckis film, Back to the Future. Part 2. That's exciting. That's a long one. Well, that's what she said. She does, I know. <laughs> Not to you. So yeah, that's exciting stuff. Are you ready to play the most exciting game in the world? I can't fake enthusiasm for this, so let's just play. All right, here you go. What the game? We're going to play the game. And the game is where I'm going to read him three movie reviews. Two of them are real. One of them is fake, which I created. And all he has to do every week and with great success he all he has to do is guess the fake one, and he has become amazing at it. And I'm lying; it's sarcasm. If you can't, amazingly bad, amazingly bad. I like it when I give you a choice fifty-fifty, and you still get it wrong. All right, maybe I'm doing this on purpose. Did you ever think of that, fucknuts? Maybe I'm getting everyone wrong on purpose and leaving. Thank you last, for the self-esteem. The right boost. one for last. I I appreciate the boost in self-esteem. You know, next time I see you, I'm going to hug you, and I might, like, touch navels or something. That's okay. I got mace. Okay. All right. Um, are you ready? No. All right. Go. <laughs> Rob Thomas, Capital Times, a weak, convoluted attempt to cash in on the original's charms. Gary Thompson, Philadelphia Daily News, an entertaining but hollow picture. Dave Marshak, Steamboat Express, an inconsistent effort that tries to tread that line of a money grab sequel with new wonders for the audience. I don't even know because I don't feel like you're not going to do Rob Thomas to me because. How do you know? 
I don't know, but because maybe I'm just like the ocean under the moon. <laughs> you are not anything like that. I'm just going to say the third one. And why is that? Because I felt like it. Why did you feel it? Because I did. All right. So am I right or not? Yes, you're fucking yeah, right. Yeah, there we go, bitch. But why are you right? Well, because I stopped listening after the second one. I wasn't going Rob Thomas. And the second one actually sounded like a legit review. So I was like, I'm just picking a third one. That's why. Well, see, I thought you would know because I didn't want to use it. But I used the name Dave Marshak, who is Dean Cameron's character in Ski School. Which I've never fucking seen. So You've never seen Ski School? We've had this discussion. You dirty nipple. People, if there's one movie you've got to see this discussion. Ski. I've said I've never seen Ski School like many, I mean, many times. I've even thought about we should do what are the greatest skiing movies of all time. You're talking Ski School, Out Cold. Better uh, Off what's Dead. What's the one with Aspen Extreme? Better Off Dead. Better Off Dead, yes. I mean, right there's four off the top of our head that are just amazing skiing movies that, that I can think of. Hot tub, I mean, well, Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. Sub time machine, technically, I guess. Oh, it's There's more. Your- hey, it's as much a skiing movie as Die Hard is a Christmas movie, so don't even fucking go there. <laughs> What's it? Well, Die Hard. The whole is damn a Christmas movie takes, takes place, place at a, a fucking party. ski resort. It's a ski. Yeah, movie. I would agree. I, I told you, I'm with you, but they don't do much skiing. That's the only thing that skiing isn't. Hey, no, like central to they. The they theme. fucking skied the K12. They got that round in. Yeah, yeah, all of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if there's any other movies with skiing that I could think of that are, that are classic off the top porn. of my head. That are not porn. <laughs> Have you seen a porn that's skiing? You know what? I haven't, but that would be awesome. Don't you think? <laughs> well, the ski poles. <laughs> that's yes. what it would be called. <laughs> Check out my binders. <laughs> that's Let's hit the slopes. <laughs> Oh, well, that's it. You did win. He won one, people. I just want to say, that's like his first win in like 30, so. It's been a while. I mean, he needs some self-esteem, so. Oh, man. There we go. That was good. That was good. (laughs) It's like that. It was good. It's like that first shot of Vagisil when it has been so long. Whoa, whoa. you needed it so bad. Where? Who? Me? What? Where are you putting it? Nothing. (laughs) that's okay what did all right people let's talk about the movie yeah hit us with the numbers all right here's our breakdown by the numbers once again directed by robert zemeckis and starring michael j fox christopher lloyd leah thompson thomas f wilson and elizabeth shue as the new maybe improved jennifer parker and elijah wood as one of the video game boys back to the future 2 was released on november 22nd 1989 taking in 332.9 332.9 million at the box office against a $40 million budget. It scores 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb and 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. Is that Rotten Tomatoes score a, a rotten score to you? No. Because the way they aggregate it is by reviews, and they, there are probably not I people mean, negative, but I don't think it's as ba- that I bad. I don't think I it's. Mean, I would not give it a sixty-three percent. I guess it's not a ninety-seven like the first one. The first one should have been a hundred. You know, so yeah, first one was too low. This one, 
This one's still too low, but not the same way. It's it's probably, it probably should be in the 80s, right? Probably well, somewhere around there. Well, they couldn't because they set the first movie in the 80s. Or no, 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 no. The, the Rotten Tomatoes score, you fuck nut. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've got, I'll tell you what, I think you've got 7.8 on IMDb. I'd say that's more accurate than the Rotten Tomatoes. Now, you did say something about um, Elizabeth Shue. So I like I got a fact here that I found about that situation. So I want to I want to read that off because I think it's interesting. Can we already talk about this. If we did, I don't remember did. it, but I'm going to read this Go fact. Ahead. Okay. Because I have it. Good. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm doing what I want to do. Claudia Wells, who had played Jennifer in the original movie, actually we didn't talk about this, had given up acting by the time part 2 was being filmed so that she could care for her mother. The role was recast and went to, as he said, Elizabeth Shue, because the sequel starts with the ending scene of the first film, and because Jennifer features prominently in them, they had to reshoot everything with Elizabeth Shue there. They had, they had to reshot with her. I feel like so it's, we talked about this. I'm pretty sure I mentioned it in the last episode. I don't remember. But, but I, I just know that that's interesting that they... Because they can't reshoot the whole first movie, right? But they can do those ending scenes. And so I guess, I don't know if we ever, if we watched them, would we have seen differences? I don't, I don't know well, if I looked on. hard enough. What, what do you mean reshoot the whole first movie? All you would have to reshoot is fucking two damn scenes. You're right. That is so true. That's it's all not you'd much. you'd have to reshoot. And you've got the, they could reshoot that right now, or they could have back then. You could re-release the damn movie starring Elizabeth Shue. How about that? Now, I want to say this. I know you like Elizabeth Shue, but I thought the chemistry was better between him and Claudia in the first one than him and Elizabeth in the second one. How, I really did. I What fucking chemistry? They weren't on screen together enough for any chemistry. Yeah, but the beginning when she's kissing and they have, saw, when they're trying to kiss. We never saw then, Elizabeth Shue kiss him, so we don't fucking know. I, my point is, though, it just felt like when they were together... Like, like she had a chemistry, like had a feeling like it, it felt like a genuine a relationship more to me. I don't know. I just felt it felt more comfortable with the other one. I only saw That's them all. together for 30 seconds in the first one and 17 in the second one. Hey, hey. And guess what? They still had way more chemistry. Oh, there we go. You know it. Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two hours of. I thought, no chemistry. I thought you were going to say... 30 seconds had more than that little I, drop. I thought you were going to go for Leo and Kate Winslet. That too. Yeah. I mean, I thought they had good chemistry for the little time I saw them together and, the, and you know, her writing her number and, oh. the, and just the... And at the end of the movie... You know who else had better chemistry than Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner? Yeah. Us? Clint Eastwood and Clyde. Yeah, true. <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, you know, people, if you want to let us know who's had better chemistry, email us. Uh, soda Pop Culture. Mike at SodaPopCultureClub.com. You can do that. And uh, email me. Let me know who you think had better chemistry than uh, Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. You can give me a whole list. Who had, we'll, wait, we'll say them. Who had better or who had worse? I think we got to go to the short list. Who had worse chemistry? Oh, well, there's no way. There's, there's no That's what I'm mean. saying. Like, your list, that's infinite. Who had worse chemistry? on screen than Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. That guy riding the bomb in Dr. Strangelove had more chemistry with that atomic bomb than those two. Had. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like who had worse? <laughs> that chick painted in gold that died in Goldfinger 
had more chemistry with Goldfinger than those two had. So it's crazy. That's that's just rough. But no, I thought she did. I'm just saying. I thought I just felt it. I don't know. I guess you didn't. You didn't. You didn't when you watched. I could. I I just watched it. Obviously, we were in the movie together for more than twenty seconds. What? How the hell can you? Gage I don't chemistry. know the way she would stand against him. The way they the way they interacted just seemed like a more natural couple. I thought that with Elizabeth Shue, it was a little more rigid. Just felt a little bit more frenetic. I guess best you way didn't get it. to see them kiss in that one, so that like they did in the first one. So, well, they almost kissed, don't they? Yeah. So, but yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I just that that's one of the things that just bothers me is the. When I see things like that, when they made that change, I never really, you know, and it's funny when we no, talk about this, I didn't really, I don't think I really noticed back then. Here's the thing, though. I think this is part of the problem with that. You didn't get the lines, even though she was in it very briefly, Claudia Wells. You didn't get the lines and the way they, from beginning and then to the end when she, you see her again. Like, yeah, you haven't seen me in a week. I haven't. Like, you didn't get, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's more towards how she was written into it in the in the sequel, which also, yeah, yeah, also yeah. it's like that's it's not going to be. Mm-hmm. She was like her part in this movie is more comedic relief, like seeing yourself and flipping out, you know, fainting and like shit like that, and then being yeah, I agree. You know, let's just dump her off here on the porch. She'll be fine. Let her sleep it off. It's more of an afterthought. You know, funny part about that is, is when you, um, I was looking and there was another fact in there. This wasn't supposed to have a sequel. And so they, and they had to write her in to where she was in the car and everything. And because Zemeckis originally, that wasn't his thing. It wasn't going to do that. Because remember, originally, what the ending was going to be George looking at a thing, seeing his son going, what the, you know, WTF, you know. So yeah. So, so yeah, I get it. I don't know. I just, I don't know. That was my feelings. I guess. I guess. Uh, guess I'm alone on that one. <laughs> yeah, you are. But Look, let's just say they're both super hot in at that time. So whatever. And here's yeah. what I and now I want to get now. Here's what I want to get into, and and this is where we're going to start getting into the plot of this movie now. I think. I'm sorry. Before you say that, I think the the key factor, which I think. What we would really need to see is a lineup with them to see which girl is closer in height to Michael J. Fox because that would instantly... Oh, Claudia Wells is taller. That would show more chemistry. I can remember she was taller. That's why he was sitting up on the bench with her and stuff and they didn't, you know... But then again, like, don't you don't, I'm trying to remember. Maybe it's who I, maybe, maybe I'm projecting standing, who I'm no, attracted you to. You don't more. see them standing side by side. It's like Elizabeth Shue is laying on the porch swing. Him and Claudia are sitting on a bench, and then him and Elizabeth Shue are sitting in the car together. Maybe I told you. Maybe I'm projecting who I'm attracted to. <laughs> That's probably what it is. That's probably what it is. Which is fine. Elizabeth Shue cocktail or Back to the Future too? I don't know. Well, cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Definitely, but. Well, oh gee. But yeah. she was a Tom Cruise in that movie, so it's really hard. Again, another short as fuck actor that you have to they have to stand on a riser beside you. And that's why she's she's short she's short actually. So mm-hmm. maybe if she's taller than someone, then it's a problem. Elizabeth <laughs> Shue 
cocktail, like that's it, obviously, because she takes yeah, her okay. top off just... in the water. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The good part, yeah. So, yeah. Well, anyways, I want to get into the uh, plot of this movie. So, and, and and how avoidable it really is. Let's think about it that way too. Doc Brown comes back to 1985 after being in the future, and says, "We got to get you, take you back. I got to take you to the future because something's going to happen with your kids." Now, what's? Now, I was just thinking, why would he wait? Why would he? go back to the future to do it instead. Why wouldn't he just say, Hey, Marty, I just need you. There's a couple things I need you to know. Don't hit the fucking Rolls Royce and make sure you don't let your kid do this fucking thing. Like that's it. Movie done. Well, we already learned from the first one. Marty is not going to take orders very well. No, but, but doc Brown doesn't like to fuck with the future that much. So I'm thinking maybe this is how, he could maybe mess with it without doing it out of time. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know how to put it other than that. Like he's not, he's not going to the future. He's not going in the past and making something different. So the future is better. Like, like going back before his real time. Right. He's going back to his real time saying, Hey man, don't do this shit. He doesn't know everything that would have led to that. So I think he's trying to get it closer to where I can change that, but not change something where it's a butterfly effect way back when, he knew about the Rolls Royce. He even mentioned it. Right. So, so I'm saying, you know, oh. the Rolls Royce accident that caused you to. So, yeah, as I'm saying, I don't understand why they had to go to the future to fix the future. Since it hasn't happened yet, you can just not let it happen. But I just take it. Look, just, we can't. I, I bet. We hey, can, I, yeah, but we can have this argument about every fucking step of the way. Like that's why that's why I wanted to get into these visit, time travel. Go back you know? and visit your previous self, and put a fucking like air mattress under you before you slip and fall off the fucking tub. Yeah. So you don't invent the flux capacitor. But then, Doc, you're probably stuck there if that happens. So that's there's the other thing we so. want to get to. Then okay, so so we learn so he so but they do eventually go yeah. to the future. Um, and I want to go with my six pack here, right? Because one of my six pack is they kind of do a shot, almost a identical scene for how Marty comes into town. Like he goes around the Texaco and and then sees the town the yeah. way it is. He, they kind of do that shot. I that think that was a good little. He's like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, I like that. Like I like how he both of them give us him getting the feel of the town. The same way. That's kind of nice. It's kind of nostalgic, you know. Yeah. And it felt right. It's funny because I, I wished it would have been the same. It'd have been interesting if they could have done it the same, probably in the next one. But uh, you know, oh well, shit happens. So one of my six packs, which actually comes about around here, also is uh the uh, Mayor Goldie Wilson. Mayor Goldie Wilson. Oh, the well, that's not not go. He's hover conversion guy now. But that. It's still shit. Or, or yes, that's what what he is now. Yeah, the, his his great grandson. My grandfather yeah. was the mayor of Hill Valley. That throwback I liked. And and now I'm doing hover conversions or something like that for thirty nine thousand nine hundred. Like it was yeah. like forty thousand dollars. I love that they included that though. Yeah. Well, Although we got to talk. It's not. I didn't put down as a generic, but you got to talk about the how. They only went to 2015, right? Mm-hmm. 
And when you think now that we're at what age we are at and we grew up in the 80s, it really isn't that long between 1985 and whole. You went 30 years into the past. Seems like a nice round number, 30 years. And he said about 30 years. That was at the end of the first one. I get for the age of the characters and having kids and doing things. I understand why the timing has to be what it is in that way. But it's kind of like when we did Terminator, like I said, we're doing a time travel series here. It feels like the, the, when you go too far back or too far forward or, or not far enough forward, you tend to put wrong, put things out there that when you're, you're telling the future and if, and once it gets there, it'll get there faster than, than you might think. And it won't look right. Right. But that's, so it, there's nothing you can do about that though. If you're yeah, going to do a movie set in the future, unless you're going to get all like <clears throat> crazy and futuristic, like hackers, like that kind of yeah. technology where it's like, Ooh, yeah. look at these computers, you know, unless you're going to do something yeah. like that. It has a hacker's quality. Fuck that. I really think the, pr- the, the biggest mistake they made was the flying cars. I think having the hover stuff, because I Hell, think that the hoverboard was the biggest mistake because that was a false promise that people have been waiting 30 years for since that movie came out. Everybody knows that it's not possible in physics. It's just because the way you only way you can make a board hover is by having the magnetic, just like a roller coaster does underneath it. But, but really? you have to be on top of that right. strip. There's nothing that can you, let you hover. You don't believe in technology, do you? No, I do, but I understand physics. Physics tells you no. Uh huh. Aliens. Tell I mean, it yes. just is. Uh, mass and thrust are a thing, okay? And you can't be off without that we having know something of that now. Well, okay, but that that's so far off. Hey, we're so far off of that 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 question. thing couldn't even go far enough in the future. How far. many years ago was it that we thought the atom was the smallest fucking particle? Not that long ago. Okay, then. Although, although technically, oh, okay, then. I know technically when they discovered the atom, people theorized that there were things that made the building blocks of that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think if people always had the inkling that things break down further and then, and then it got to the Higgs boson particle, you know, you sound recently. very, but you sound very narrow minded when you say this. I'm just saying, I'm not narrow minded. I, I, that you don't think hoverboards are ever possible. I think, the way that they show, not in my lifetime is what I'm trying to say. And that thing thought it was going to be in my lifetime. Just saying, just saying. So saying in my lifetime, no. My, our great, great, great grandkids maybe will be slipping around on something that somehow can hover, but maybe that's because of a gravitational shift because the moon did something. Mm-hmm. And, did you watch that movie Moonfall? No. Oh, yeah, watch that. You'll see. <laughs> you'll fucking see. You'll fucking see. The moon will pull you off the earth. <laughs> fucking A, man. Oh, boy. And you can hover all day long. <laughs> I got to give, sorry, my um, another six-pack, too. Go for it. Marty's jacket. Even though again, oh. that's not something I ever thought would be fulfilled. But that jacket's awesome. Well, I'd say the whole outfit, the jacket and the hat together. I want to say iconic. that jacket is genius. It is. And I don't know why we don't have those fitting jackets cuz the way they accordioned on the sleeves and and on the and up and on the jacket, like you push a button and it kind of felt you to where it would slide in and it would stop. But it also dried you off. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking the way it can automatically fit you was kind of something that why aren't we doing that? 
like, I don't know. I, because we're late. Because the problem is, if you can't make it cheaply. Oh, I'm going to tell you the problem. You can't have it. Because you've got a jacket that can automatically adjust to fit you. And it can also blow dry you off if you get wet and fall into a little pond. That's amazing. Which is amazing, but you know there's electronics in that shit. So common sense would tell me once that jacket gets wet, you're going to get your ass fucking electrocuted, and that company's going to get sued, and they don't want to deal with it. Well, yeah, that's the other reason. Because what happens, Liability. You get, what happens if you get in a knife fight, then you fall into the pond, and then you get electrocuted. Well, as I say, the stab the, the electronic prohibitive. It short circuited. You fell in there, and then you got cooked. I don't think there's that much power in it, of but cost. I will say it is cost prohibitive. Meaning, either it's a lawsuit or it costs too much to make. One of the two. Could so, be. so I think that's where. I, but I want to get to this. So we get to the we get to the future. Marty cracks the scheme to. He's want he wanted to do, actually kind of smart, but Doc was a dick. And then and tr- and threw it away. If he'd let Marty just keep it, nothing ever would have happened. So whatever. What do you mean nothing would have yeah. ever happened? Well, Marty would have made money, but not. It changes fucking everything for him and everyone around him and everyone around them. Sure, but not in a negative way. It's yeah, good no, people. You don't you don't know that? <laughs> fucking cock nozzle. Listen, Marty could get fucking rich. He could turn into Biff himself. Power and money ruin okay. people. I will agree with you there. But here's what I want to get to. So Seriously, it could have been so, Martyville that you're rolling yeah, yeah. into. I doubt that's what it would be. But but I will say this. So, But then, you know, Biff takes the thing. They don't know he takes it and comes back to the future. And then they go back to Hill Valley and things are just not right. And we end up finding out, you know, that Biff did steal the thing and do the thing. Then we get the new rules of time travel, it feels like. Like, all of a sudden, what the way that was explained before isn't exactly the way it is now. Mm-hmm. Like, now, Doc tells us on a chalkboard that there are two lines of time. There's the original timeline where uh, dude, his father knocks out Biff and everything is the normal way. Right. And then there's the alternate timeline where Biff does the thing, and that's the one there on the alternate timeline. Mm-hmm. So what it makes me think is that there are two timelines happening simultaneously. So why would you need to fix the one you're in if you know it? Oh, the one that you want already still exists. You're just not in it anymore. So there you I go. <laughs> yeah, I just fucking you. blow your no, mind. Blow your... <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, though, my generic go ahead. is Biff with the almanac getting rich and tearing that whole town apart because what makes this the most generic part of the movie is the fact that there is no fucking sports book that would have accepted a fucking bet from him after so many times. A hundred percent. Vegas will pick you the fuck out if they don't like the fact that you're winning. Especially when he was betting in the so, 60s, most exactly. likely. And he's yeah. like, also, you could tell he was arrogantly stupid making these bets, too. You know the goes mob the would have track. taken him out. He goes to the fucking track. <laughs> like, there is no way Biff is placing any bets. Nobody's taking that sh- Nobody's taking that action at all at a certain point. 
He's like, I'm going to pick that fucking race. All seven places in this race. I'm going to do the super exacta. <laughs> right. Okay. Thank you. Have a nice day. But you know what would happen? You know, you know what happened? The mob after he won too much money would take him in the back of a casino. Yeah. And pop a couple in him, and you wouldn't see him again. He'd be buried in the desert in Las Vegas. Brass knuckles. Yeah. He'd been like casino, you know. <laughs> He'd have been fucked up. So that's that's the generic for me because you're like I I mean as lame as and out there as some of the shit is with it. It's like dude, I mean I again the hoverboard and the self drying jacket to me are way more plausible than Biff making all those bets and making all that money. Yeah, I you know the that's the funny part is that to me it would have I've always thought well well have you ever heard the 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 um. The mental exercise or theory, like when you think about things, if you could go back in time and talk to your seven-year-old self, Mm -hmm. what would you tell yourself at seven years old? My seven-year-old self wouldn't listen to me, so it doesn't matter. But assuming that they would, right? Assuming that you could tell them something and they would listen to that thing and they would do it. You wouldn't tell them who won the World Series or the Super Bowl. I don't think the self of me from last year would listen to me today. So (laughs) I can't say that. Well, yourself sucks. I'm sorry you're well, such a doubter of I'm yourself. I'm just saying, I don't think I would listen to myself a year from now. That's all. Nah, but yourself would prove it to you by telling you something only you knew you thought about at that age or something. Like, you know, just think about it. You you would trust them because they could, because you would connect with yourself. But my point is, is that you could tell yourself something. You wouldn't say to yourself, man, make sure you bet on the New England Patriots to win the Super Bowl every other year in the 2000s, you know? You wouldn't do that. You'd probably tell yourself, hey, go make sure you invest a shitload of money in Apple or something. You know what I mean? Or MP3. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Digital storage. That's Bitcoin, what you invest motherfucker, in. motherfucker. Bitcoin. Intel. You ever heard of them? Put your money in it. Bitcoin <laughs> and get out six months later. Bitcoin. And then in 2015, when it does that big surge, <laughs> in six years, it, it, it uh, reached critical mass. But but no, that's what I'm th- telling you. You you would you would tell yourself these things, not not give yourself sports because because the one thing I thought about is if you if you're thinking, well, especially Marty should know this. The moment you start winning, that means someone else didn't, and that's changing that future, that ripple that you talk about. Right, you know, right, change the you, that butterfly effect. That that you've changed something. So maybe now the sporting events you thought were going to end a certain way. May not because that ripple would extend to somehow yeah, that never affecting know. that. Never know. That's and so to me, it's easier to bet on like a large corporation because you're just putting money in it. You're not making a change to it. You know what I mean? You're not doing something that affects somebody else's life in it. You're just getting the money. I would so. tell my previous self to invent Lugal. Google. Google. <laughs> Google. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I never thought about that though. It's awesome. We got our Crispin Glover connection. Yeah. From Back to the Future and Hot Tub Time Machine. That's true, but he's not in this one. The first Back to the Future, yes. Yeah, he quit being in them because he was kind of an asshole, I guess, after the first one. And they just use him in cutback scenes here and there, but you don't, he doesn't actually ever come back to the movie. that's, That's a shame too. I agree. That he's not in that. That was almost actually uh, going to be my generic. But, you know, 
that doesn't really matter because the because it's supposed to be older him going forward. Right, so. but still, I mean, you've got the mom back. You've got you know. What can you do, man? You can't. But, <laughs> it was his choice, actually. Ultimately, it wasn't they. They didn't. You I know. mean, like the thing with this is, as long as you're not replacing Marty McFly or Doc Brown, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it really doesn't is, matter that much, but it would have been nice. Yeah, this the franchise is those two, not not anybody else. There's and, no one else out. I think you could. And that's the, as much could, as I love Elizabeth Shue. I still think if they had kept, I mean, if they could have kept. Jennifer, Claudia. the original character, still would have been better. Yeah, because it's not. I like, agree. When you're watching movies, especially like even as a kid, though, like when you're watching movies, it doesn't sit well with you when they change actors for sequel. No, it feels cheap. Like, it, you feel cheated yes, in some way. You know, it's, it's it's not the same. I would agree. It's 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 like you saw Christopher Reeve Superman, and then you see someone else be Superman, and are not quite as good. You feel like it cheapens it. You know. Just is well, what it is. Well, no, but I'm talking about sequels, though. I'm not talking about. I know, like, I know what you're you know, saying, but my point movies, is, in general, when versions. you have a an image of something built up in your mind, if it can't live up to that image, then you just feel disappointed. Whether that's within a show where they replace a main character, well, like a good example, Iron Man, right? The the but the thing is, they use Don Cheadle, so yeah. they got it right, right? But but the first guy was really good, yeah. In that, I forget his name, but. But he was really good, and so you, it was kind of different. But at least John Cheadle's a great actor, so that worked. But if they'd, have, but if it had been something else, yeah, you know. And I wonder. Remember Fast and the Furious? Who was in the first oh, one? Fuck! Come on again with Fast and the Furious. Well, no, there was the one guy who who refused to be in anymore after that. The one rapper, and so what's his name came in, Ludacris. Yeah, and so so he came in, and he ended up being ja Rule. Ja Rule, yeah, Ja Rule, yeah. So. That was another instance where it actually worked out, but there are many that don't, you know. Yeah, but that's that's different too, though. It's a different character. Ja well, yeah, it is a different they character, were two different but it characters. was characters. So that's different. I'm talking when you replace a character with a different person. Yeah, that's all. It'd be like if they replaced Brian with someone else, right? Some dude like comes in his looking brother? like. Yeah, it actually worked pretty good. I don't know. I don't know. But I got a, a six pack here. Because once uh, Marty meets Biff again, because, you know, after, because once they figure out something's wrong and they go, he goes, he finds Biff's palace or whatever it is. And he goes up there and he, and he talks to Biff about what happens. And Biff tells him all the information he needs. But my favorite thing though, is, you know, after Biff says a wild eyed scientist and some young kid, and I didn't think of you and he's going to shoot him with the gun. Marty throws that fucking ashtray at him. Yeah, and that's not just throwing something at him to distract him. That thing, if it had hit him, it had done some real damage. I was like, Marty actually did something that was like violent. You know what I mean? Fighter that thing, that thing stuck in the thing. So I found that it hit him in the head. That he was stuck a, in his eyeball. He had a fucking gun. I know, but you don't you think do? of Marty that way. Like, there's nowhere else in the series where Marty does something that would kill somebody. You know what I mean? That's that's just crazy. Self defense. I agree, but that was, but I liked it. I, it's my six pack, so I'm just saying, just just saying, it's pretty cool. I don't know if that <laughs> ashtray would have landed that way. I don't think in a million years that ashtray would have landed in the chair like it did either, though. I don't know. Look, if you look at it, it was a ring with points on, like a 
like it looked like a crown that was laying flat, like you know, yeah, to represent a king's crown. And so maybe I mean, you know, there were some, there was some shit made back in the day that was really different than anything, the way it's made. it would have cut Biff. Yeah, either way, it would have. I don't think it's gonna. It's not gonna impale him like it did the chair. That's all. I don't know. It's a fucking ashtray. I wish we'd have seen that. This has been a much more violent movie. It would have been good, though. You're right. And he's running at him with the thing stuck in his head. <laughs> you little shit. <laughs> so, running around. Getting- you ever wonder if, and I have no idea. I was just, I'm just curious thinking about this now with the whole Crispin Glover thing. If they added that in there to that timeline that I killed him. Oh, just as a fuck you. I don't know. I'm just wondering. I don't think so. I think because because obviously when he fixes everything back in 1955, his father is still alive. So I don't think it was for that reason. I think that was just because of how he was infatuated with Lorraine in the first movie. They had to play that up somehow. And I think that was the only way they thought they could get them together is only if is if he was dead. I would call is dead. infatuated. Well, you know what I mean. I think there's a got more the... criminally inclined term for that probably than infatuated. I don't know. Horny? No. Horny beyond reason to where he's a rapist? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I mean, but my point is like he had a, such a thing for her that that's the only way that he could be with her is if they figure out a way to kill George. And I think that's why they did that in the plot, right? Like, yeah. Just make to kill him off. And there you go. Bob's your uncle. Yep. Or George is dead. I guess best way to say it. <laughs> George is dead. Your mom's got boobs. Yeah, man. That is weird. That line you heard in the trailer when you hear it, mom, you got such big, uh, you got so like, so big, big. like, what what would you do if you if you saw your mother and she had a breast augmentation where they and they were way bigger and she was showing out cleavage and shit? How would you feel about that? Oh, would you do that have that reaction, or would you be like, oh, fuck. like if I didn't know about it? Yeah, okay, that's all that is. Like if your okay. mom did it and didn't tell you, yeah, okay, you're like what the hell? That's what I'm saying. Like if tomorrow your mother comes over and she's got rock and cleavage because she got a breast augmentation. I'd be like, where the thing. fuck did those come from? That's what you would say? Okay. Probably. See, that's what I would say too. I, I would like be that. like looking at him and thinking, wow, they're not they're big. Because that makes me think he, he is like checking them out in a certain way, you know? I'd be like, what no, the fuck no, is no, that? No. It was, But that's a throwback to the first one. Yeah, I know it is. So. You're my mother. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't know how to react right. around his mother. I get it. Well, of course he doesn't. She tried to date rape him in a car. Yeah. Remember, remember, and I know these are sequels, but think about Marty's timeline for this. It wasn't a yeah. day ago for him that his mom was trying to make sex to him in the car. And then you go yeah. to this, to now mom is thin, and married to dad, it's all good. Dad's a successful author. And then I wake up the next day, mom has giant augmented knockers, and she's married to Biff. And living in a casino. This is Marty's timeline, okay? That's fucked up. Three days, in three days. Yeah, in three days. 
Three fucking days, man. Like yesterday, you know, crazy. It is a crazy timeline. I'll give you that. And, and but but when he goes back to the past to get the magazine, Gray's Sports Almanac. Everybody knows that now. Do you think everyone will know what that is for the end of time? The Gray's Sports Almanac. Even though this isn't the more favorite movie, I feel people will know what that is. Like if I ask somebody. No, I think they would recognize the hoverboard more than that. I've got one back no, behind me on my They would recognize shelf. recognize the hoverboard way more than the sports almanac. We would know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Is I there's going to be like you know there's people now that haven't seen this movie but they recognize the hoverboard. Yeah, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Or the or the Nike shoes that Or the Nike shoes, there. yes. Cuz they're sneaker heads that are into that shit. Right. Yeah, those though that's the promise I thought we should be fulfilled. Uh, self-tightening I laces. Agree. Way more than a jacket that adjusts itself to you. There are some golf shoes that have this thing. You put them on, and they have this little dial, and you turn it, and it tightens them up for you. And then you push the button, and it releases. Yeah, that's kind of nice. It's not automated, but it's pretty easy. But those are really expensive. They're like a couple hundred bucks. Hey, my shoes. Golf. My my pumps do that, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> Oh man! All you need is a jean jacket and an IROC Z, and I think you've got it. I think so. <laughs> but back in the past, when he goes back, do you like how we're reliving all those moments? And then, but then, kind of around it, do you like the? Do you feel oh. the tension's good there? Do you do you like the the setup? What do you mean reliving them? Like you, you're seeing you're seeing Marty too, the the, right, the real right, Marty. Right. Look at the other Marty. Okay, yeah. Or kind of like you know when we think about it, it reminds you of Hot Tub Time Machine too, with the multiple lose. Anyways, yep. so you're, yeah. you're seeing Marty look at the other Marty. I mean, that's sad. And wouldn't you now now knowing that you're looking at you doing something? Right, wouldn't you right. look behind yourself to see if you had another one of you watching you now? I don't know. Because you're the one that traveled into the future, so. But yeah, <laughs> I, don't I, mean, I could see how you could think, wait a second, yeah. how many other fucking me's are doing this shit right now? Hey, hold on, everybody, raise your fucking hand if you're me. <laughs> raise your fucking hands if you're me. <laughs> Which one of us is playing the guitar? <laughs> None of y'all, because y'all went through that same accident. <laughs> That's fucked up, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, wouldn't that suck, though, to find out to see yourself and what you turned into. Yeah, that is, you know, that is the part. That's why I said at the beginning of this is that if doc Brown were to tell him, even though he doesn't like to listen, say, Hey man, I'm serious. And I would say, this is just like when you left that note for me about being shot. This is my telling you this, you know, and he could have gave him that warning. And I think they have that friendship. That's what I was trying to say. I think, they could have had that, but that would mean the movie didn't have to happen. But see, right? and then that's also why Doc Brown has to do this and fuck with the future because Marty did that for him. So, yeah, you know, what I mean, there's like, it's like he ideally he doesn't want to do that, but there's a line, and that line I, I know that is friendship. There, but well, I've always thought that they both have selfish needs sometimes. Like Doc doesn't want to be like oh see Marty put into uh Marty does sanit- he just wants to throw a couple sleeping bags in the back 
Get Jennifer out there to the lake. He wants to get laid on by get the lake. It on. But Doc Brown does well, the reason he does everything he does that he shouldn't is because he had the he has the thing showing he's been committed, right? Yeah. So he's very selfish about himself. So I that's what I'm trying to say. It's like it's very weird. Like he wants to ch- make changes that are more selfish, and it's not about you know changing the future because something shouldn't have happened. Like right. if it's more about well, well, look what happened to me. If if in if in that same universe he would have been the second wealthiest man, and Marty would have been okay. Do you think he would have done anything? Probably not. Well, and. I guess it, it's also to like, you know, you think about like if you actually had that power to do that. Yeah. Wouldn't you go stop like fucking Waco from happening or, you know, there's a lot of other stuff you could be investing your quote unquote time pun intended into. That reminds me of that James Franco show where he goes in that diner yeah, and it yeah. goes back in time. Yeah, the uh, I, I didn't it? ever finish it, but eleven something something. JFK. Yeah, but was that? But but that right there is exactly what you're talking about, right? Like you go, you would go do the thing that you know is morally correct. Something that could do. help a lot of fucking people, other than just yourself. And I'm gonna be fucking rich. You know. <laughs> Although I think I'd go back and tell my seven-year-old self, here's a list of companies you need to take all of your lunch money, save, and invest in. So, <laughs> see, Microsoft, yes. <laughs> that is what I would need to do. That's what I need. Pornhub, yes. Pornhub, yes, yes, yes. Now the uh, I'll I just forgot. go back and the, give myself Powerball numbers. Now, do you have any more six packs? How many I give so far? Two? You gave two. You gave my two. Yes. So there's like so many different hokey things. I will say this is just one that it's just it's a six pack to me just because it's like a memorable one to me is all. Mm-hmm. Is the pizza. I still, oh, the hydrating. I still love that part. You really know how to hydrate <laughs> but, a pizza, Mom. Like, is it ready yet? <laughs> Like, like, yeah, but, but I, the thing about it though, is like that I, and I just like that scene. I, it just was always funny to me. Cause I'm like, that's like, I know that'll never happen, but still, that's really cool. Wouldn't that be awesome? But I, it's, I want to say something about that. Okay. While the hydrating, the pizza won't, the thing hasn't going to happen. The attention span and the patience is, has been shortened. That's, a lot so that you know the, it did tell the future a little but people expected to be things to be right that, now right away that's what i was getting right? ready to say that, that's exactly what i was getting ready to say that's why i find that scene so funny now just that is it ready yet you know like when you look at today our kids are like stomping their fucking feet if their video doesn't load in half a second what's wrong with yeah. this thing you see yeah. one circle where it's buffering, you're fucking going ballistic. <laughs> I think I, you know it's funny. We're probably all like that to a degree now. Which we've all yeah. had our attention span shortened. Yeah. And it sucks. It sucks. I I, I bet myself uh, 15, 20 years ago, like, would be able to sit down and do a lot more and watch a lot more and appreciate. We remember dial up. Yeah, you would have waited, even if you could have gotten your hands on a magazine. 
you still would have fucking waited seven minutes for that nudie picture to fucking load line by line down your screen. <laughs> if you're lucky. If you're if lucky. You're lucky. <laughs> Otherwise, you're waking up and doing a morning spank. Right. The three, <laughs> quarters, the three quarters of the picture that's loaded so far. <laughs> Why does it have to load top down? <laughs> exactly. Why couldn't she be standing on her head? Whoever invented that was not a guy because we needed it to go bottom up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I, I've got a I've got a six pack I want to throw out here. <clears throat> and it's actually the end, the, the complete end of the movie though. And that's the uh the Western Union guy. And delivering the letter. Yeah, now did you notice who that was? Who is it? What other movie is he in that is fairly popular? Jackass. Happy Gilmore. Oh, shit. He's the guy that... that yes, it is. That hits him with the bug. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Jackass. <He's> jackass. <laughs> I, was say, he's, uh, I was like, man, yeah. I, re- rec- I realized, I'm like, oh, wait a second, it's that guy. So yeah, he's in there. But, but I like it because I like the message. I like it sets us up for the the third movie, the finale. You know, as of now, it gets us there. As of now, the finale. As of now, what do you think? You think there's another one coming out? I hope not. You hear talk uh, all the time, though. Well, there's a musical, and I'd watch that. You hear talk all the time about a reboot or a sequel or a remake. If wherever. they rebooted it, would you do it? What? Would you watch it if it was a reboot? I will tell you. I would, but the only reason I would is it's something I know that my wife would want us to watch with the kids. Yeah. That's the only reason. You know what I mean? Like, once that came out, I, but that's partly too, it's like, we're at, you the know point, who, we're at the point where it's a struggle to come up with family movies to watch because we fucking watched them all. So yes, that's something we would watch at some point. Do you know who I think, you know, and I know this is weird, I don't know who I cast as the scientist, but I know who I put as Marty if it were being filmed like Tom right Cruise. now, or you, Tom Cruise, what Tom Cruise? No, no, same height. Tom Holland. Mm, that would be fucking good. So you go with him, and I gotta think who would I who would be a good. I gotta think of someone who would have good chemistry. Samuel L. Jackson. As oh, as Doc. Yes, Doc Brown, and he's brown. I love it. Fuck yes, <laughs> that's amazing. I would love that. If do, but you got to go back to the motherfucking future, motherfucker. I got is I don't know. I got is there anybody else? Because something's got to be done about your motherfucking kids. There's some fucking snakes on this motherfucking DeLorean. Although I have a feeling that if they did it, Tom Holland would make a great Marty, but then they would probably go female with the Doctor now. Oh yeah, they would. You know they would. Um. So. So. Helen Bonham Carter. Ellen DeGeneres. She'd be funny. She'd be. She has the right temper. She would for quirky Doc Brown. She actually would be good. I've heard Emma Thompson. Everything I've heard about her forever. Yeah. You know, she's kind of an asshole though. I hear too. But as far as a character, she would be a great female Doc Brown. And I want to say this on my personal uh, Twitter account. She is my most famous follower. That's not something to be proud of, but okay. She doesn't follow that many people, but she follows me, why and I don't ever put anything out there. Why does she follow so, you? 
I don't remember what I did or said, but okay. thought that was funny or something. I don't know. Oh, way to go. Yeah, it is. it's weird. I know. Don't get me wrong. You got an asshole I, to follow you on. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Yeah. Now, I haven't given my generic yet because it's kind of an all-around thing again. And right. I, and I think I'm going to sound like a broken record here. Probably. Go ahead. And that's Biff and Griff. Uh, well, Biff, actually, I'm going to say this. Biff is only still generic because of the 1955 Biff. Biff, as an old man, is much more savvy and seems like a better character mm-hmm. than his younger self. And Griff is just a fucking moron that I just can't deal with. I just, like, someone can't be that stupid like, and, and play and be played that dumb. I just think the character is too over the top. And same with the minions. The, the way they talk. Yeah. It's Everyone a, knows you can't go on a hoverboard on water without power. Unless you got power. Yeah, the way they're saying it, it just, it's just, you know. It's pretty exaggerated, it's, but. Yeah, it's a, that's what I'm saying. Um, that's my generic. It detracts. And I hate it because I love, I love these movies. Yeah. But then there's those few things. I, I like uh, Biff and Griff, so. It's because you're an idiot. Well, that's I'm the demographic, so there you go. You are moron. <laughs> but I was going to ask. I'll though, say it gets better in the third one to me, what, and we'll get into that when we do third. What one. do you think of the Cafe Eighties? It was very much a cat. Well, the problem is not all the Eighties had finished yet when they that's filmed this. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. So it was very much captured from its time with the Reagan and the Ayatollah, and Michael Jackson at the peak of their popularities there in the mid eighties. I was going to say, so like my thing with it is it's, it's funny since they, the eighties weren't over when they made that, which is, I find it really weird. Cause it's like, we already talked about going back to the past. Well, obviously you can recreate stuff there going to the future. Mm-hmm. It's fucking coin flip. You pick whatever. Okay. Yeah. It's two different things, but Setting something up that's supposed to be in the future, but back to where you're at right then in a culmination of the 80s. Should have been easy. It should have been easy, but I definitely think that there's a lot to be desired in that Cafe 80s. I would agree. I agree. One fucking video game, Wild Gunman. First of all, we had the whole funny bit about that, whatever. No Super Mario. But literally, more video games... More like boom boxes on the wall, somebody standing there holding yeah. one, whatever. Whatever the fuck, yeah. You're right. Like there's, they, there's things missing. There's a lot of pop culture stuff that could have and should have been there. Miami Vice themed things. <laughs> that's that. You know, someone should have been in there looking like uh, Don Johnson, yeah. like Crockett and Tubbs. And that's what I'm saying. Like when you go to Hot Tub Time Machine, where they just go into the cafe area yeah at the at the ski resort the lodge yeah what the hell k-val 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 motherfuckers like that's a cafe 80s right there yeah and the poison concert yep i mean yeah i agree that the cafe 80s kind of weak could have been a little better i you know what's funny is what you know when they go up and they Ask him what he wants, and Ronald Reagan's describing what quesadillas or something. Yeah, I I think when I saw this back then, I'd never had a quesadilla and probably didn't know what the fuck it was. Well, I, I think 
Yeah, it's true. Back in the 80s. I, now when I watch it, I'm like, I, I just, I noticed that because now I know what it is. Right. And I never really cared to think about it. Right. Because you were, because it was, you it, were naive. Yeah. You weren't cultured. I wasn't cultured. I didn't know what a it, fucking chicken quesadilla was. Here's the other thing. It's cafe 80s. So why are you getting a Pepsi that you don't know how to open? If it's cafe yeah. 80s, why wouldn't they have an 80s style Pepsi bottle? Because then you got the throwback, which that still is in the first one. Where he's back yeah. in the fifties, he doesn't know how to open a fucking bottle of pop, and he still doesn't. Yeah, and then which I know they were kind of doing the joke with that, but at the same time, it's like it's again, this is just it's cafe eighties. Why are you giving us a bottle of pop that hasn't been invented yet, even today? Why didn't he get tab or tab? Yeah, why didn't tab pop up? You know, whatever. Because it's that Coke product though, and it turned into Diet Coke later on, I believe. But yeah, whatever. So yeah, yeah, man, that's I agree. But Same. my generic is Biff and Griff and all that. Just just not a fan. Didn't do it for me. I'm sorry. I know you love them. I don't um, love that's them. About I said it. I like them. Yeah. yeah. If I said love, I didn't mean it. I like Biff. Did I say love? I, I did love. not say didn't, love. Don't love. I didn't say that. I didn't say the L word. I did like the other L word. Yeah. The little L, not the big L. I like Biff. He works. Just say that. He works. He, he works. <laughs> All right. All right. So I think we've talked about this. We beat this horse to death. Do you want to rate this up? Yeah, let's rate it. So obviously, if you listen to our last episode, we think that Back to the Future is probably the most perfect movie made in the 80s. And this sequel is not that. So I want to get that out of the way quickly. I mean, it gives us the nostalgia for the first one, which is nice, but it doesn't do a lot. It, you know, it, it's, it's almost, it does feel like some of those reviews I said, where they're trying to make money and are cashing in on a sequel. We, but we still get to enjoy the characters though, right? We still like it because we like the people. We like Marty, we like Doc, and we want to see the hijinks, but it wasn't like we were watching something we were like mind blown this time. Nothing blew my mind. Even back then, it didn't blow my mind as much. I think I was kind of annoyed when I saw the cars in there. And I remember, oh, here's something for you. When I was in high school, I dated a girl who had a Ford Probe. And that's what they used for those futuristic cars that you see with the skirts around them. They were Ford Probes before they went out on the road, I think, Mm -hmm. back then. So that's a fact you didn't know. But I dated a girl that had one. (laughs) You dated a girl. That's a fact I did not know. Yeah, I did. (laughs) Anyways... I'm sure she's somewhere smiling um, without me. Uh, (laughs) Okay. But anyways, but here's what I'll say. I really like it, but this comes nowhere near the first one. It's good. It's above average, but I think it could have been better. So I only give it 16. All right. So, yeah, I am very much in the same boat with you. I'm just going to say I gave it 17. So the the thing with it is it's a good movie and I was kind of looking at it like had this been the standalone and the first one not come out and it just started, you know what I mean, from built a time machine, we got to go save your kids, like how would that be? So that's why I'm like 
obviously yeah. you would have to know the first one to, to know a lot about what's going on in the second one, but kind of looking at the movie just from, from that lens, put it in that vacuum and think, okay, what, you know, because you, I don't know. I think you could, with exposition, you, well, could, you could tie yes, some of those loose ends yes. up you, you could. and it would be, I think you're right. If you they could. stood this one alone. Yeah. Eh. But the thing about it is um, obviously, yes, it, it, it pales in comparison to the first one, but what the fuck movie wouldn't after that, you know? You can't, yeah. It's all, it's impossible. Like this, this is an impossible task to make a sequel to live up to this. And we yeah. already talked about this on the last episode. It's like when you're going into the past, that's a much better setup than going into the future in a movie. Cause you're setting yourself up to fail in a lot of ways, but at the same time, what it does give us that, that's why I rated it as highly as I did it does give us a lot of fun stuff. We didn't even talk earlier. Yeah. We, I think we mentioned some of the stuff in the last episode, but Jaws coming out, the 3D Jaws coming in. Yeah. That. You know, some of the different stuff in the future, like what things could possibly be like, even though, you know, a lot of this is just a reach and it's just, it's being, it's being hokey, but at the same time, it's like, who knows? Maybe we could have, you know, have fun with it, have fun with it. And that's what they did. And I think they did a good job with that. So, you know, for that reason, again, like you said, we still got to enjoy the main characters go through this. And we saw what uh, porn mags looked like in 1955, too, with Ooh La La. I was like, yeah, it was a nice, nice touch. But yeah. So 17, I think, and I felt good about that score because I'm like, I definitely say this is at least seven cans lower than the first one. Yeah. It's not a bad movie. It's actually a pretty good movie. But... Nothing, it's not a home run. Nothing compared to the first one. That's all. So what's that? What's that average put us at? Sixteen and a half. And what might pray tell? Do we think is as good or better? I'm than out Scrooge sixteen and a half. I, I enjoy them very similarly, except for Scrooge's Christmas. Yeah, you gave Scrooge uh, twenty. So yeah. Uh, well, they're both good movies, but as yeah. a Christmas movie, Scrooge is really good. Commando, 16.75. Wow. Those are very... <laughs> these movies are nowhere near the same. Well, over the, I would say Commando is hey, oh, better in its genre. I'll tell you what's fucked up. Over the top, 16.75 as well. I probably gave that a low score. Over the top? Yeah. Give that 16 and a half. Oh. Well, see, there you go. So, no, that makes sense. it's great. The fuck? Well, they, I enjoy them both similarly. I could sit and watch them both. Although I will say I have seen this movie more. Right. So I own this one. I mean, I'm trying to see anything that kind of... Well, I'll tell you what. Any... So one I thought was interesting just to look at with the score. Home Alone 2. Yeah. Sequel. Sequel where we thought very, high, very highly of the first one. Yeah. And then, you know, the second one, which actually it's interesting. So Home Alone 2, which is what I wonder, because you you said Home Alone 2 is just a rehash of the first movie, which I do agree with. But yes, I liked that it was and actually liked what this it was offered. not a rehash of the first movie. But this was not. But in a lot of ways, it was. It's you had similar, but not the same. So many throwbacks and then also going back in time and reliving a big chunk of that and showing that yeah. again. You know what I mean? So really, literally reliving it, it. was actually a rehash in a lot of ways. So 
Home Alone 2, we gave a 14.75, but uh, mine was 17 and a half for that. I was but probably this, 12. This I was, you were uh, 12, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, it makes sense because I was very much, eh. I was, it, it didn't blow me away. Back to the Future 2 blows me away in certain ways because it does give me new things to think about that right. weren't in the first one. That's why it's better for me than that. Uh, I mean, it's a better movie to me. And I think but. some of it was just, for this one to me, I think some of it that when you get into just some of the crazy stuff too, like floating on the yeah. hoverboard, holding on to the DeLorean, you know, some of that stuff is like, yeah, it's a little too much. I don't know. Yeah. I think they had to add an action element. It, it, it made right. a fantastical. I would agree, though. It, you know, they always have to give a hero's journey where they're almost down, then they get it and they make the. Well, it's it's just we, th- but you think about the first one. Marty McFly's big stunt is being stuck in front of Biff's car and jumping up into it, and running over everybody, and getting back on a skateboard before they hit the shit truck. This yeah. one is I'm going to be flying and holding on to a DeLorean. I learned this in. Three days is Marty McFly, mind you. I learned how to ride a hoverboard, hanging on a DeLorean to get the almanac and do all this crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. I learned that in three days. And slide up around that car and try to open the door. Exactly. And now all of a sudden he's flying around the tunnel. Yeah. I. It, but like, it was entertaining. I, and that's why it's a 16 and not a 23. Party, give up music. Go back to 1985 and get into skateboarding. You'd be the next Tony Hawk. I mean, when you think of sequels, what did you say you thought was the greatest sequel of all time? What, T2? Yeah. So you so when you think of sequels, you're thinking that one elevated Oh no, the, Maverick though. And Maverick, yeah, Maverick and T2. Yeah. Those things elevated their franchises into a different place. This one did not. But well, it was so high though, it when it came down, it didn't come down as far. That's the thing. So the thing with this is, and the stuff we're nitpicking, it's it's tough. Like they didn't fuck it up. I'll say that. No, they did not fuck up on the sequel. No, but it was just like a lot of stuff. Like we said, it's like when you're going into the future, like that's if you're gonna go down. Be sure what you're doing. You know, (laughs) even if you're not sure. But here's the thing: you're not sure, but you made it fun have fun yeah. with it and they did and it made it fun so that's why i said for me that's why it does get a pretty good score but they didn't they didn't screw it up they didn't ruin no it, you know like 16 and a half is a respectable absolutely, score yeah definitely people remember that it's out of a 24 scale anything over a 12 is above average so you know that's just what it is all I'm, right i'm looking at sorry real quick i want to see any other sequels we've done we don't do a lot of... We Men in Black 2, we gave a 13 and a half. Yeah, because it was not a good movie. So, just trying to go by sequels here. Anything else? Uh, and my daughter was in on that. Do you remember what she gave that, Men in Black 2? 16. Yeah, so she gave it a higher score than us. The Matrix sequel, we gave 15.25. Yeah, sequels never as good as the original. Never as good, but... And we probably... Yeah. Well, see, that's what... like. The stuff on here, I don't have a lot to compare to because we wouldn't be doing shows on. What about Fast and Furious? Any sequels on that? Well, uh, yeah, there is one actually that we gave an eight to. 
that was number three. No, two. Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, that was a horrible sequel. But when you think of Tokyo other ones... Drift, those... We gave 7.5 to because you gave it a fucking 12. It's a good movie. It's not. It is so important to that franchise, I couldn't give it's, it less than that. It is not important to that franchise. They made it important to that franchise. Well, it is. Whether you like it or not, it is. <laughs> All right. Are we done here? One more. Gosh darn, okay, he likes Second to Coming to America, 15.75. Yep. Had some funny moments, but, you know. I want to have my funeral before I die. I think I'd be fun. And then just die right at the end. That'd be a sad day, because then you just know you'd be dying all day. How would you be, have, be able to have fun, right? Anyways. Well, you <laughs> could, you know, write greeting cards to send to people after your death. That's I, always fun. I'm dead. That's always yes. fun. Yes. <laughs> All right, are we done here? I think we're good. All right, we would like to thank you for listening. We also want to remind you to join our Patreon so you can get some of that bonus stuff. Give us suggestions. That's what we want. You can go to sodapopcultureclub.com for all... Dot com. Dot com for all things related... Dot cock. For all things related to the show, including your chance to make movie suggestions and our episode schedules there as well. We're on all those social medias. Look for us at Soda Pop Culture Club. And that's it. We're done. I mean, dot cock. <laughs> www.anthony.com. Dot cock. <laughs> <laughs>